September 5th, 2017. And this is Insight Out, The Naked Truth. We're coming to you from the Santa Cruz Mountains of Northern California, from Lupin Lodge, where clothing is optional. But the truth is always naked. I'm Errol Strider. And I'm Rochelle Alicia Strider. And we welcome you once again to our home at Lupin Lodge. We invited you over tonight, as before, for some conversation about the human condition, with all its eccentricities and what to make of it. Sprinkled with laughter, good music, and the many voices of Errol Strider. Oh, sure, and this is one of the voices. How are you tonight there? This is Father O'Malley. Looking forward to sharing. we got something really special tonight. Oh, you think so, huh? Huh, there, uh, Father. You know, I had a father once, too, and that was a good thing for, for the most part. Well, it was sort of good news and bad news. And Oh, hello. Jolly good to be here. Professor Umbridge, just delighted, as always. Thank you, guys. Looking forward to talking to you later, too. Uh, our show is sponsored by Go Raw, natural food, delicious food, and something we really encourage you to check out for yourself because it's just a, a great thing to have something that's so excellent on both categories. Okay, so... And you can go to your uh, GoRaw.com to find out where GoRaw can be found in your neighborhood. So we are back after a week's absence. For those of you who may have missed us last week, our producers went off on a jolly good trip, I hope. Um, but so after a week's absence, you may ask, well, is that good news or bad news? <laughs> well, it depends, which is why our phrase of the week is... Is that good news or bad news? Speaking of news, our choices used to be simple. Good news or bad news. But now we've added a new category, fake news. Mm. Now is that good news or bad news? Life has certainly become more complicated as if we needed that. I imagine all of this news standing in line at your local news supermarket waiting to be ascribed a category. It can be very confusing. News is having an identity crisis. Yep. You can almost hear the news talking amongst itself. Hey, are you good news or bad news? The news about government, Russians, Trump and Congress is asked. Or are you fake news? Hmm. I'm not sure, responds the political news. But what about you? The news about climate change, the economy, and immigration is asked, aren't you a bunch of fake news too? And then there's news about Hurricane Harvey. When it first arrived in Texas, it was bad news. But then... Curiously, as human caring and compassion appeared, it started showing signs of being good news. <laughs> Go figure. What's more, the fake news, which had been so rampant for the last year and dominating the headlines, had to take a back seat, which sent it into a paroxysm of self-doubt. <laughs> like, 
Wasn't it humiliating enough to be called fake news? So then, and now it wasn't news, maybe not news at all. So then does the phrase, no news is good news, apply? <laughs> and here's another dilemma. By the time one has determined whether something is good, bad, or fake news, and that could take quite a while, is it news at all? Or is it, well, olds? And what? Old news. Old news. <laughs> Old news, right. And what about the traditional Christian term for good news? I thought about this. The word is the gospel. Many are questioning that news and wondering if it is actually fake news. Yeah. Was there really a Jesus who didn't say all those things that he was purported to have said and done? At the time he was killed, it certainly seemed like bad news for his followers. But then it became the good news. But later on, because of all the warring and atrocities on behalf of the good news, it started looking like bad news again. <laughs> now, for many, the gospel just seems like fake news. Or perhaps there's a new news category, irrelevant news. <laughs> hmm. Tis a puzzlement. But tonight we're going to see if we can sift through the various kinds of news to find some actual news, or at least develop the faculties and establish the criteria to discern one kind of news from another. Oh, that's good news. Or is it bad news? No, I think it's good news. Okay. All right. I mean, I was thinking about good news and bad news in terms of like what may be good news to the winning team is definitely bad news to the losing team. <laughs> I mean, because in a competitive society, you've got good news and bad news. Our fraternal twins, like Cain and Abel, you know, they're usually at odds with each other. Uh, or then there's news about pain. You know, you have pain and it hurts. You really got a bad, bad tooth pain. That's bad news. But they take your tooth out. The pain's gone. That's good news. But you don't have a tooth anymore, so that's bad news. So you see, you always always got that thing. And then, like, say your old grandmother who's been in pain for years finally dies. And, well, it's good news that she's not in pain anymore, but it's bad news because she's not here anymore. So there's always that dichotomy going on, right? So maybe good news and bad news really exist kind of with each other. They need each other. If there wasn't good news, maybe they wouldn't be bad news. And maybe if there wasn't bad news, there wouldn't be good news. I don't know. I mean, is the news works for you, it's good. And if it doesn't, it's bad. Hmm. I mean, that's a duh. But, uh, <laughs> we did a show on duh. I was in Israel once and we were, um, I lived there for a while and, and talking to these old timers, the people who sort of helped create the state itself. And they said in the very beginning, they had a newspaper called Good News. And they would only put out good news, only the things that were inspiring and wonderful and everything. Well, for some reason, maybe because of our own feelings about good and bad news, it didn't flourish. <laughs> Not enough people bought it. And yet when there's you read in the newspaper and then you read something wonderful, like all these people who are helping out and going to um, Houston to help people, and it's inspiring, and, and there's something in you, you know, that 
feels like I want to help too. How can I help? What can I do? And you think about it and you're all sent money and I'm trying to send clothes and you know, we we are inspired by good news. And yet sometimes we're inspired by bad news. Something bad happened, we want to do something about it, right? That becomes the good news. So I believe that they kind of work together. We certainly want some good news and Anne Murray is the one who can remind us of that. Called a little good news. I rolled out this morning, the kids said the morning news show on. Brian Gumble was talking about the fighting in Lebanon. Some senator was squawking about the bad economy. It's gonna get worse, you see. We need a change of policy. There's a local paper rolled up in a rubber band. One more sad story's one more than I could stand. Just once, how I'd like to see the headline say, Not much to print today. Can't find nothing bad to say. Because nobody robbed a liquor store on the lower part of town. Nobody OD'd, nobody burned a single building down. Nobody fired a shot in anger, nobody had to die in vain. We sure could use a little good news today. I'll come home this evening, I bet that the news will be the same. Somebody takes a hostage, somebody steals a plane. How I want to hear the anchor man talk about a county fair and how we cleaned up the air, how everybody learned to care. Whoa, tell me, nobody was assassinated in the whole third world today. And in the streets of Ireland, all the children had to do was play. And everybody loves everybody in the good old USA. We sure could use a little good news today. We sure could use a little good news today. Mm. We yeah. sure could use a little good news today. Thank you for reminding of us, Anne Murray. And I think about the two events that happened, you know, that in many cases brought out a sense of unification, people coming together. One was the eclipse. I mean, people would all over the place being together and nobody got into fights there was no protests in one way or the other like I'm protesting against the sun I'm protesting against the moon there were several eclipse protests (laughs) I don't want eclipses anymore they're bad they're bad for the climate (laughs) or whatever you know there was this sense of unity and so we can do this and I believe that if you can do something even once you can do it all the time that means you're capable of it you've done it you're capable of it you just have to keep finding reasons and maybe when the reason is 
just because it feels good, it'll happen spontaneously everywhere. Is that the good news or the bad news? I think it's the good news. I should ask you again with my mic on. Is that the good news or the bad news? No, I think it's the good news. Okay. I'd like to bring in one of our guests tonight, uh, Professor Umbridge. What would you say about the good news, the bad news, the fake news? Oh, good evening. I'm so delighted to be able to speak of news. News is, well, I've always thought news was newsy. And, <laughs> and, and did you know how, if you think of it as newsy and you think of it as nosy, well, the news, newsy news, satisfies our nosiness. In other words, we are nosy people. We like to know what's going on in other people's business as you were and so the news comes on to satisfy our nosiness well maybe is, is nosiness the same as curiosity well it it borders on curiosity but you add a, da a dab of gossip to it and it becomes something of its own if you leave out the gossip or any sort of derogatory orientation to all that which is showing up as the news well by golly i think you've really on to something there and speaking of on to something the time that it takes for each of us to be able to consider how long time is taking is precisely the amount of time that exists right before the good news and the bad news becomes fake news. And you heard it from me here. <laughs> I think you lost me on that one. Well, That's a deduction I'm not quite sure I can follow. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. So the, the good the time, like it's like a precipice and the time to, for the good news to fall over and, and decide what it's going to become. And then it's no longer news. It's fake news. Fake news. Yeah, I think I get that. Well, I'm glad somebody did. <laughs> I, I like the idea of fake news as, as the news I don't like. I don't like that news. It's fake news. <laughs> I don't like what they're saying about me. That's fake news. They made it up. <laughs> ah, they said nice things about me. That's good news. <laughs> so what comes up for me around the fake good bad news is what I mentioned in the opening about how, and we've already suggested that it, it goes back and forth. It's like a sound wave. It goes up and then it goes down and then it goes up and down and so you, you have to ride it the way it wants to go, which is the up and down, and that's the, the good news. And, of course, there's always, you know, what is good news for one person may be bad news for the other. What's moral for one that may be bad for the other. Would you say so, uh, Rabbi Greenberg? Well, yes, the morality is very relative. At this time in history, some people don't think it's relative. They think it's absolute and non-negotiable, and it's non-negotiable that they should go and kill other people. Hmm. You would think that they would have a little room for some negotiation in that formula. But it just maybe shows you how cut off people are from what's real. So is that good news or bad news? It's only good news when they, we wake up and we start going back to see who we are, the good that we are. In that way, we'll be able to eliminate, if not eradicate, most of the bad news. And there will be no room for fake news anymore because it won't have a platform in which to compare itself. 
Well, that's good. I like that comparison thing because I realize how much that brings a bad and good and fake and actual news into play. Well, the news is it's something we're fascinated by because, like you say, we're kind of nosy. We want to know what's going on out there, but we don't want to get too close to it. Like, it's almost perfect that it comes in through through the medium, through tubes and through transistors and or newspapers. Air and newspapers, but it's still at least one time removed from the actual event, which made watching some of the rescue operations on television of people in, in Hurricane Harvey uh, very poignant to watch because people really did do some good stuff for each other. We want to acknowledge and applaud those folks. Well, it's interesting. I was listening to the news on the public radio and uh, they were reporting a protest that happened in Berkeley and some the man they were interviewing was talking about how protests can have an effect or not have an effect on actual happenings in the world. And uh, a woman came on the radio, called in, and she said, you know, I was at this protest. And afterwards, I read the news, and those things didn't happen while I was there. And she said, I was there from the beginning to the end. And she said, and if, if they happened at all, they happened so far away from where I was, and if they had been really bad, it would have trickled down to where I was. And she said it didn't. So it might have been a tiny little skirmish that was over in a few seconds and it was blown out of proportion by the news. And I thought that was interesting that, you know, the things that you know, at one time papers vied for each other's um, nickel or dime, whatever a newspaper was in those days. And so the headline, you know, if somebody got the headline first, I don't think that happens so much anymore. Uh, like a, you know, I guess they do. There are still stories that one newspaper would get that another newspaper didn't get yet. Uh, but for the most part, news is about reporting what happened. This happened. I'm reporting it that it happened. It's when you try to make it more interesting than it actually happened. Then is that fake news or is that uh, embellished news or is that good news? <laughs> well, what seems to pass for the news these days is people talking about these events endlessly that have happened or might happen. And that's a lot of the news. If you tune into these channels, there's commentators, people who can talk about it are getting paid a lot of bucks. And they, you know, their opinions, I guess, are worth something. But it seems to me that it's kind of like a football game. You actually only play, remember we talked about this, of actual playtime between the hike and the whistle is a total of 11 minutes per game. That's actually... Per game? From beginning to end? Yeah. All four quarters? Yeah. It, only, it comes down to you actually possible. running around the field doing stuff <laughs> for 11 minutes out of the three, three and a half hours, which is the commentary, the commercials, the sidelines. And I suspect that that's a good analogy for what may be going on in the world, that there's this... I'm going to time the next football game, I see. Okay. I can't believe it. Okay. That's 11 minutes. It just seems hey, extraordinary. Barney, you watch football. 
Well, yeah, I like to watch football too, you know, and uh, and obviously we we are very interested in all the uh, commentaries about this fella and that fella and this opportunity and that last play and what was going on and what they were thinking and who was throwing the ball and why did they throw it and who made the ball and who invented the ball and where did the space come and ended up inside <laughs> the ball and how did the space get in there and who invented the pump and how long has the pump been with us and how many pumps do you need? Then you got to remember the heart is just a pump and it's pumping out good uh, the bad stuff and sucking up the good stuff and it's pumping it out all over to your insides so basically it's just pump we, and that's why we got to get sure how you got there Barney, we've go gotta, we got to get pumped up around the good news you know so to get pumped up is that good news is it bad news it depends on who's doing the pumping and who's the pumpy yeah, but don't you realize that news is always after the fact? I mean, something happens, then it becomes news. It it can't. It's not usually news as it's happening, though people see breaking news. But the thing is, you're talking about you're in the middle of the flood, but the flood has already taken place. Now you're in it and talking about it. You just gave me an idea for a bit. The breaking news, and we see this bunch of news running down the street, and then it trips over some olds and it breaks up and in pieces and and that's breaking news it's broken <laughs> no uh, I, I, well, I have to tell everybody something that my, oh, our granddaughter shit. said Errol was making funny faces and she looked at him and she said grandma what is grandpa doing and I said he's being silly so she accepted that somehow. A few minutes later, she looks at him and she says, Grandpa, be silly. <laughs> We've already, uh, what's the word? We've named a situation. And that name becomes news about it. Ain't that good news? the new voices singing Ain't of That a Good News with the conductor arrangement by William Dawson. Can you imagine every morning that chorus is standing by your bedside and when it's time to get up, they sing that song. 
you're not going to have a bad day. On the other hand, you want them to shut up shut and go up. away so you can get 10 right. more minutes of sleep. You yeah, will. What would be the snooze alarm <laughs> feature on something like that? Do you have any idea? Leave. <laughs> go away. Be so quiet. The big news today that seemed to capture the world's attention is um, the White House has proposed that they discontinue. Oh, I get the, uh, the word DACA. DACA. Uh, forgive me if I got the syllables wrong, the lettering, but it's it's protecting the 800,000 um, illegal immigrants who came here as children and have essentially lived oh, here all right. their life. I forgot what it's called. And so, I mean, it seems to me, number one, you're worried about these eight 800,000 people? That's like three people. It's, it's uh, let alone uh, the deplorableness of it. I mean, it's taking separation out to uh, a greater extreme and when the opposite is what's called for. Yes, Professor, I, okay, well, yeah, I know you want to say something about this, Professor Schnitzel. Yeah, this is Professor Schnitzel. We are talking about the separation. And I would just want to remind people there, maybe they don't know, that they have discovered in modern physics that there really is no like electron hanging out there, you know, waiting to go into somebody's orbits. It's the electron only actually comes into existence when it bumps into something else. And that's why they're calling it relational physics. It only exists when it's in relationship to something else. So what does that say about the nature of reality? It's almost as good as having the space curve. I like the curvy space. Mm, the curvy space, or oh, that makes me feel very curvy inside myself. But back to the good news. The good news is that because space is curving, it's very curvaceous. And so to have a curvaceous space, when that's what you are living in and you are playing about, you become curvaceous. And so that means that you're softer and more pliable. And that's how evolution is getting you to be that way, by throwing things in front of you that look like and feel like, oh, that's bad news. Or is it good news? Huh? It's interesting that when I lived in Israel, we had a beautiful dining room that had these big picture windows uh, overlooking the Mediterranean, but it was also a cliff. And on the top that we saw outside of our window was a um, olive tree that was totally twisted and turned and everything else. And it was marvelous to look at. And you realize that it was shaped that way by the winds off the sea. And so this tree was was battered over the many, many, many hundreds of years until it turned into something like a pretzel. Now, was it good for the tree or bad for the tree? It certainly was good for us, the viewer, because it was magnificent. Now, a straight tree would have been magnificent too, but this tree had all these different shapes. So... It depends. If you put a little salt on it, it's better <laughs> as a pretzel. But if you have it dry, I wouldn't suggest that's what you have. Because <laughs> it wouldn't be such good news. But let me just say something about the fake news. And I would have to say I'm not necessarily a big fan of the of the Donald, as we like to call him Tweety Bird. But I kind of agree that it's mostly fake news, people talking and conjuring up 
conflict and drama that may or may not actually be here. Like the woman you said who was at the event, you know, she said for her, it was mostly people standing in line waiting to use the porta potty. Well, that wasn't exactly what she said. <laughs> okay, porta potty. <laughs> hey, let's hear it for porta potties. Now, come on. There are certain things. I mean, that's amazing, don't you think, that you can go to an event and you can have toilets that they take away? <laughs> Right. Talk about getting cut off from your poopy doopy. But that's why I like my job. I'm reminded every day, for those of you who don't know, I'm the uh, cleaner upper of the poopy here. Senior here. housekeeper. Senior housekeeper, we like to think of. And every day I look at these, what are they? They're like six distinct little toilets. No, seven. Seven. Uh, eight, actually. See? But who's counting? What are you talking about? The toilet uh, stalls that I have to clean every day. I think there's eight and there's uh, three urinals. And they, let me see, I, I named them. Let me see, the first toilet stall, Meg. Oh, uh, God. Oh, please. <laughs> no, Wilmore. Is, this, is this good news or bad news that we're going to listen to this? Uh, t uh, <laughs> Oh God! Dwayne, Dwayne is one of the. Now, urinals. if it was on TV right now, I could shut up. <laughs> I'd come back, but. As someone said, it keeps me humble. Uh, I don't know that it keeps me humble. I think that would be rather a challenging thing to do. <laughs> Oh, in, but. In, in light of my often exalted sense of my own self-importance. But that's just the ego. That's that's fake news. That's genuine fake news that I am important or more. Genuine fake news. Yeah, that's funny. It's genuine fake news that I am somehow <laughs> self-important. And I have to continue to resist that that fake news that says I'm self-important. And what I do too is I go, bad news. Bad, bad news. You should be ashamed of yourself. Bad news. Too. Oh, no, you shouldn't be ashamed of yourself at all. Oh, there she is, taking the side of the, the good news. The, of, of the distorted news. That's not distorted. Why is it distorted? Uh, because it uh, ate too much and it changed its shape. I don't know why it's distorted. <laughs> I think when we put ourselves down, we, we just take one image and we substitute it for another image. And neither image is real, so it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, you can't exalt something that isn't real, nor can you put down something that isn't real. But that's why it's I love... It's like multiplying zeros. Huh. Is that good news <laughs> or bad news with the zeros? I think it there was, was good one news. guy. No, they found a, a, he was a very brilliant physicist, and he, he kept multiplying zeros. And when he got out to the tenth, to the uh, zero to the tenth power, he found a zero that became a one. I don't know. No. No. That's fake news. That was fake news. We <laughs> wanted to give you a really... I wish they'd let, we were able to smell, because if we could smell the different news, we, we'd really know right away was good news. Obviously, good news is going to... Hmm. It is funny, you know, that smells, they're from very short time, you know, like our ones that you like and ones that you don't. I mean, you curl up your nose to those that don't smell so good. And you smile at those that smell good. and But something in our brain reacts good or reacts well to a good smell and doesn't react good to a bad smell. And we name it afterwards. We do. But I, I still want to say, don't nobody bring me no bad news. Well, when I'm 
Nobody bring me no bad news. That was from the musical Wiz, ah. which is a takeoff on Dorothy and the Beanstalk. <laughs> and let's say hello to my Aunt Dorothy, 95 years old. And what a beautiful woman she was and is. I always really admired her. And here we are. We are inside out the naked truth. And we're looking at bad news, fake news. Irrelevant news and good news. And, of course, it's all subjective, isn't it? Each person has their own take on something, just like morality. In one culture, some somebody's good morals and another culture is bad morals. But we can. There is a litmus test, you know. I would say if it um, brings me in union with myself, others, and the all, 
then it works for me. If it brings me into separation with myself, others, mm. and the all or the all, then I I would call that bad, bad news. news. <laughs> yeah, it's bad news. I think the fake news is when you're like wishy-washy. Uh, I remember Yeshua talking about at one point he was saying to his, his students, his disciples, you know, be with me or be, be against me. You know, make up your mind. Don't be wishy-washy. And ben, so, I never heard those words anywhere. He did Wishy-washy? In the Aramaic, the words wishy-washy <laughs> are... Oh, just a minute. That is fake they, news, they are, ladies and gentlemen. We are now listening to that, that was, is fake news, ladies and gentlemen. Fake news. <laughs> by the way, I want to recommend the uh, reading uh, the Lord's Prayer as well as the Beatitudes from the original Aramaic. It is so sweet, and it opens up such a, a, a heart-centered place to begin to experience these realities that the great ones have pointed to and often embodied and it's their embodiment of these qualities that we associate with the good the good news and that we aspire to and it's so good someone said i don't know where that when the student is ready the teacher shows up well i'd say that was good news and that was my experience and mine but you know like there are there are so many harbingers of good news on this planet and probably maybe not as many but the good news that they carry is so potent and there's lots of harbingers of bad news but the bad news though seems potent on the surface disappears rather quickly yeah but would those all that bad news be so apparent and so in your face if it weren't for the media if you just took the media out and you didn't really know about anything unless it was like right in your face. Uh, and it may show up and, and be bad. But by and large, I would say the great majority of your experience would be good news. Unless, of course, you're one of those people who gets slammed by some bad stuff. And uh, But if you're not reporting it, you see, because there's no media, is it bad news? I would say, no, it doesn't qualify as bad news. It qualifies as potential news. And there's the fifth category. What? Potential news. Oh, my God. Potential news. I can almost taste it. You can, can't you? Makes me mm. want to buy. What about you, Father <laughs> O'Malley? <laughs> What's on your potential news uh, uh, agenda? Oh, I'm happy to to be here and to be able to report in, in our Pope, our Delightful folk would be going down to Colombia and South America these days. And South America is such a such a f wonderful place. It's so rich. And uh, just lately, I was thinking about that great scientist Humboldt of the 19th century. Great scientist. You don't know much about him in this here part of the world, but he went through all the jungles in the in Brazil and carried his instruments and and made all kinds of documentations about it. And he was such an extraordinary fellow that the likes of Darwin and uh, Goethe, he was a good friend of Goethe and uh, Goethe. I, uh, Goethe is spelled G-O-E-T-H-E, I believe there. Mm -hmm. I, and I never could figure out how they got Goethe out of that. But then I don't speak German, do I? 
Nein, you don't speak it, but I speak in Goethe. It's obviously, it's a Goethe, and there was Humboldt, and people think that Humboldt started with Humboldt County, and where they have the... If you live in California. The Mirana groves, but as it turns out, the original Humboldt was from Germany, and we knew the Humboldt family. They were very good cricket players, and we didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Are you making things up there, Professor? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good news. That's good news. Bad news, That's yeah. made up news. <laughs> Is that fake news or what? Well, Potential news th- or thank actual Thank you, news? by the way. Thank you, <laughs> Professor. That's a fine distinction. Made up news <laughs> or fake news? Made up news is fictional. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fiction, I love fiction. And, you know, I read a lot of um, historical fiction. So there's made up stories about what happened in a long time ago, which is history. So there's the historical news, which is fact, somewhat. And then when someone writes about it, they, you don't know what somebody said to each other when they were, you know, making love or something. There's no records of that in any history book. So the fiction writer, you know, puts his dialogue and makes it really juicy and very sexy. You and all hope. Yeah, well, yeah. That's- and, but so the news in that part, in that part of the book, is no longer historically correct, but the characters are historically correct. And even the date is historically correct. And the castle is historically correct. And the bed in that castle may be historically correct, but what's going on there is pure fiction. I think we've we've covered that. And I would put that in the no <laughs> news category. Uh, it's not really news. Uh, you were saying, uh, Father O'Malley, Oh, sure. Most of the people there, you know, they hanker after the dramatic news, and 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 the more problematic and painful it is, the better. As long as it's not about them, of course, <laughs> it gives them some kind of way to enjoy that kind of seedy side of life and and compare themselves. And subtly, in a subconscious level, they're saying, "Oh, but there, that isn't me." But it sure is something to watch, and it sure is dramatic, and we love the dramatic, and we love being scared out of our wits. Actually, and so there's lots of, uh, of wits that have been put around all over the place uh, that <laughs> people have been scared out of, and the wits are there for the taking. So if you feel like you're like only a half wit or even a nitwit, you can become <laughs> full wit witted if you just pick up your wits and get your wits about you, and because they're all over the place, so get them about you, and you'll be you'll be a, a, a witty fella, and you'll be known for your witticisms. Well, there you have it. Oh, Father O'Malley, that was very witty. Was that, was that, was that good news or the bad news? It was witty, witty-some news. That was good. The witty was some. I, I, I couldn't do it, but that was good. Thank you, thank you, Rabbi. No, that was Father O'Malley. Did I say rabbi? Yes, you did. You don't know who you're talking to anymore. Oh, man, I get these guys. <laughs> just because they're me. men of God. You just got them all mixed up. Well, they're But of men course, of, we're all men of God. They're men of science. And women of God. I have to get naked again. You know, I did something this week that I really embarrassed myself, so... <laughs> Yeah, I I got really bent out of shape. Someone was going to not let me do something that I wanted, and I just reacted like a petulant 12-year-old. And I was so upset 
Maybe nine. Nine, okay. <laughs> and to see myself behave like that. And then it happened the next day as if I didn't get the lesson, which I didn't get it, obviously, because it happened again. I found myself getting all bent out of shape. And of course, in both instances, I knew what was the issue. It was a fear. So our practice is when we name the fear, uh, share the fear. And the fear was I couldn't get what I want. And the fear was, I got deeper, was that I was humiliated. I humiliated myself. And the fear was that people were going to just think terrible things about me. Well, I saw him be that petulant little boy, and I really wanted to send him to his room and make him stand in the corner. But I so looked she at did. Him, <laughs> but I looked at him and loved him, and I tried to explain to him, thinking if I could get through to his grown-up mind, we might, you know, but it didn't work. I blame it on the heat. <laughs> yeah, it was 107 degrees here, and that's a lot for California. In fact, San Francisco hit a record 100 degrees, which is impossible to even think of. In San Francisco, the, the coldest summer a man ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. I mean, the coldest winter a man ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. Was Robert Frost? No, it was, um, oh my God, Mark Twain. Was Mark Twain? Mark Twain. Huh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it's been oh, very hot, and, it's, and it has distorted our minds. Definitely. I think that's what I can blame mine on. But here's an example of good news versus bad news. <laughs> we're going to blame somebody else's mind. <laughs> yeah, we're going to blame somebody else's <laughs> mind. So it's really hot during the day when it's like 100. But in the evening, you can just be out and you don't even have to wear anything, which is nice that we have that advantage here. Most of the time in Northern California here, the evenings are quite cool, which is nice, but you got to wear wraps. So... The good news was that the evenings were so delightful and balmy, and the days you just had to put up with a little heat, a little hot. I didn't put up with it well. No, no. I thought my brain was on fire, and then it got fried, and I couldn't remember anything anymore. It was really disastrous. We're very lucky, though. We're only 20 minutes from the ocean, and we were able to drive down there on one of those very hot days and cool off a little bit, and that was, I was very, very grateful and that is good news. But to be careful, we want to. When bad news comes knocking, you need to be ready so you can turn it into good Late news. Night headlight through the bedroom blinds. Old dog hides his head beneath the bed and whines. Blonde hair and yellow light looks like golden twine. We both seen that silhouette before. I got bad news and knocking at my door. The rhythm of her rapping on the rusty front door screen Sound like a hurricane blowed up from New Orleans She's toting stolen aces, best I got is queens We've been through this a time or two before I got bad news a-knocking at my door We met up in San Angelo across the Rio Grande Thumbed her way to Matamoros Had a mystic read her hand That Diablo woman told me I see trouble up ahead She'll turn you inside out and make you wish that you was dead I pulled the curtain back from the window pane 
My worst fear was confirmed It was her there in the rain I wish that she was gone And I was on a train Headed somewhere west to Baltimore I got bad news knocking at my door I got bad news knocking at my door I got bad news knocking at my door Roger Allen Wade. He's Roger got, Allen Wade. He's got Boy, bad news knocking at his Should have listened to that seer. <laughs> so I think the issue is how quickly can we take the bad news? First, if it's news like uh, Mr. Strider, we are going to have to operate. Mm. That's bad news. Ooh. And I've been given that news before. Not for the surgeon, though. No, for the surgeon. <laughs> he's got dollar signs going. Right. See, it's all relative, isn't it? So maybe it's not a question of is it is that bad news or good news? Maybe it's a question who is it bad news for and who is it good news for? And who would prefer to keep their head inside the sand and just think of it all as fake and irrelevant news? I, I don't think of that as news at all. When my head is in the sand, I'm really clear. It's pure denial. <laughs> denial is always a very uh, good option. And Where's it can you? be it can be good news denial because I don't hear any bad news when my head is in the sand. I want to bring in uh, Senator Beauregard. How you doing, uh, Senator? It's always great to get your perspective. Boy, things are really something now, man. We're just in the thick of all the news, wouldn't you say? Well, yeah, we are. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. We are in the thick of news. News is coming at us right and left. And to be able to discern, you know, what news is, I think the most important question, what news is most relevant? And what news can you relate to in such a way that you can affect what was the news? As you pointed out, the news is from the past. And now, of course, it's long past and it's getting more pasty. And the more we talk about it, that's why we call it pasty. On some countries, they call it pasty news, and they make pasties, and and they have pasty news, and and it it and it's it's a good metaphor for the news because you think about paste, and you get paste on there, and, and you don't, and you can't get it off, and that's what some of this news is. It's like paste, it's pasty news, and it gets on you, and and you you can't rub it. You've got to get mineral spirits to get off the pasty news, and they fortunately make mineral spirits for your pasty news that's hung up in your mind. They don't call it mineral spirits. They call it uh, spirits or spirit for singular. And then the spirit comes in there and is able to flake off the pasty news and reorient you back to the the good news, the relevant news, so you can do something about it and make a difference. Well, that's good news. Good and, yeah. Mostly good news. Thank you, Senator. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. It was hard to follow news, but okay. You know, I like you, Senator Beauregard, and you always come up with something interesting. So I'd say if it's interesting, maybe it's good news. Well, that's a good way to start. You know, unfortunately, a lot of things are interesting, like, you know, accidents and fires and uh, beheadings and people burning at the stake. You know, they made that really way too interesting. And But again, that just goes back to our, our lowly... Uh, Lack of wits, yeah, and I like that idea of gathering up your wits and getting, you know, w- wittified. That's what I recommend. 
Well, when the news comes from our reptilian minds, which are the minds that it's survival at all costs, you know, we, you know, what do you think? <laughs> what can you expect other than, you know, new, the news that uh, intoxicates? Uh, when I was going through this breakdown, this fall into insanity, ego, fear base, I was reminded of a line from the Arantia book that says something like, don't be too disheartened to find out that you're human. <laughs> and that was very comforting because you know, we aspire to this thing that we thought we aspired to of becoming at least aware, uh, at least more conscious, uh, so that we can make in more informed choices that move us toward a more, um, I want to say, alive reality yeah more things happening that are transmitting energy systems amongst each other and bouncing up against and causing these electrons to come into existence and so there's all this bouncing energy in these fields and the waves and the time space and continuum and uh oh the space is curving wait up 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 don't curve so much i'm not quite ready for that much curving okay there there we go boy it just started almost to curve around me <laughs> It's because I'm such a gravitational... I'm sitting here watching him, and he's so fascinating. I'm just looking at him, and he's saying these things which I'm not quite understanding. And I shouldn't say understanding. I do understand it because I can translate what he's saying. The problem is that I don't know how it's relevant. Well, but that's why I do radio mime. So if you don't understand what I'm saying, you can imagine the radio mime that I'm doing that explains it. <laughs> And then, of course, <laughs> and then by imagining it, you will get to a visceral level with the reality, and you'll be able to realize that you get to decide what's the bad news and the good news, and that's very liberating. And I congratulate you. I want to congratulate you all from Inside Out to Naked Truth with our sponsor, Go Raw, and we're all, you know, making progress, and that's the main thing here. I thought what you just said was very interesting to me, you know, that we decide what's good news and bad news and how do we discern whether it's good news or bad news and there's how we feel, you know, like I can't say that good news is more dramatic than bad news. I mean, good news or bad news is one is more dramatic than the other because I heard something the other day it was so heartening about a woman that uh, this particular people were talking about how, how she was such a lovely person to work with and she was going somewhere else and how much they were going to miss her. Right. And it was just so beautiful that this woman was being held in such high regard. I mean, Errol and I were driving in the car, misting up listening to this. So it was very dramatic and it was good news. And then there's the good news that terrifies, bad news that terrifies you. You know, just think about, my God, yeah, the, the North Koreans have a... <laughs> A, a what? A nuclear warhead that could very easily land in Alaska? I mean, that doesn't seem like good news. You know? But there's much of this news is positioned in such a way to stoke up your fear. Because when you're in fear, you're easier to control and easier to dominate. And so the news is skewered to keep those fear embers alive in you so that you can be most easily controlled. Because if you're not living in fear, and by the way, I was reminded that faith is the absence of fear. Check that out. That's good news. 
if you're not living in fear but living in faith, then uh, you're you become not exactly an untouchable. And I don't want to put that in the bad news way of being an untouchables, because there were untouchable bad news people like lepers. But you can be also an untouchable good news kind of person where the bad news doesn't touch you. At least it doesn't stick. And it doesn't get all smelly all over you and you can walk away from it because you're conscious and becoming conscious and aware becomes the summon bonum of life because from that position you are able to interact with life and create your own blessed electrons yeah well we may know that's true but we also know how difficult it is to continue that on a day-to-day basis since we're not like I am not a naturist I live at a naturist uh, resort where people have the option of being naked except when they swim in our pool now I love to swim naked I love to be in the hot tub naked I love to be at a place where there's a lot of other naked people the problem is when I am with people who are clothed I don't feel comfortable being naked so in in relation to what you said you know that it's just when we're all like that yeah we'll live in a blessed world but if there's just a some of us are like that and the rest aren't it is not comfortable is that good news or potential good news well it's evolving news it's evolving news there you go <laughs> i think we've hit on the phrase evolving news and with that with that we're going to have to say goodbye evolving news you know keep so keep remember you're part of evolution that's the context in which we all are existing and evolution is is heading for some uh has a bright future yeah let me just say that evolution has a bright future a lot of light a lot of galaxies more and more so enjoy it. Uh, again, you can get a hold of me at estrider at gmail.com or go to our website, thelaughingheart.org or come visit us out at Lupin and you can see how comfortable you feel exposing your whole naked self to the elements. And you can decide whether that will be good news or bad news when you report it. To your mother-in-law. <laughs> that being Don't said, report it to your mother-in-law. That being said, what do we need to remember, Rochelle? Well, we need to remember that resistance is what you add to pain to make it last longer and hurt more. Hmm. Is that bad news or good news? You get to decide. <laughs> <laughs>